Mom Courage, the podcast, questioning norms and finding the real conversation around motherhood, being a woman, and family life. This is episode eight. Is this what good moms do? I'm Carrie Promozik, your host. Welcome, Courageous Mamas. I am happy to have you here with me today to chat more about our mom courage and this good mom thing. So my goal, and frankly, my prayer, is to raise independent, resilient, and courageous kids. Not kids that earn all A's. Not kids that do it all. Not perfect kids. Simply kids that are independent, resilient, and courageous. Kids who are prepared to navigate the road of life on their own. Are you with me, moms? I know many of you are. I just can't imagine that these three things are much different from many other moms out there. We all might say it a little bit different, and many of you would probably add things to this. But these are the top three that come to my mind. And it can be hard to do this independence, resilience, and courage thing, as this usually means I need to allow my kids to fail, tackle fears, and go their own way. Do good moms let their kids fail? What do you think on this, moms? Do we? Like, take a minute. Think about that. From when they're little to big, do we let them fail? I don't, I know I don't like the hard stuff for my kids, yet it is so necessary. Sometimes I feel like I fight the allowing my kids to struggle. Do you ever do that? Can you relate? I have not always been good at the independence, resilience, and courage concept. I intentionally work at it today, and still I make mistakes. I want to get in there and like share my wisdom with my kids and, you know, my learnings and do stuff for my kids. Early in my mom career, I believe I was confused on my definition of a good mom or what good parenting was. I think I thought the mom who does it all for her kids is the way to do it. You know, the good mom. These days, I challenge the view of what the good mom looks like and if there really is such a thing. I started to challenge this good mom label a little while ago when my values and priorities were being interrupted by things my kids were engaged in or being asked to do, which then put some kind of expectation upon me as a mother. And when I say this, like uh, that my kids were being engaged in things, I just simply mean normal school, school events, sports, extracurricular activities. Yes, these things were interrupting my priorities. When I think back, though, I think I may have been shaped by some cultural norms around raising kids today, which I really now question a bit more than I ever have. I have been influenced by class, race, and some kind of social status fitting in struggle to arrive at this good mom definition. It is scary to think I would put value in others like what others' definitions are or societal definitions, but unfortunately, I think it really has played a role in my definition. 
I have to believe that all moms have struggled with what the other moms think at some point. And on that note, I want to take a moment and just kind of tell tell some stories about bake sales because I see with mom topics, bake sales come up. And like even in the movies, you know how we see different areas in the movies where kids are at a bake sale and you got to bring something. There's always some joke about what the mom brought. And I've been involved in quite a few bake sales in my life. I think I've run signups for them and collected things for them and sold the items, all those things, right, parents? I mean, if you're a mom out there and you have kids in elementary school or above, you've, you've somehow, I'm sure, done something to do with a bake sale, contributed something, gave time, whatever it might be. Anyway, around these bake sales, I, you know, it's funny because I stopped bringing home baked goods to bake sales. I know that doesn't totally make sense because it says baked sale and you're supposed to bake the stuff. But when I started having a kid that had allergies, I started buying pre-wrapped things so that those allergy kids that can't buy things from bake sales could get things. But when I started doing that, I always used to feel so funny, like I'd be bringing these packaged foods and not a bake sale, or I'd see some mom make this awesome cupcake or some really cool thing. And and I know in my head, I think, oh, you know, she's so awesome. And you know, I don't know if that's where the, if that's a, a better mom, good mom, or any of that conversation comes in, but I know there's like those influences. And I started thinking as these bake sales went on and over the time, and I've heard other moms be like, oh, you know, I don't know, she brought these wrapped things or whatever. And, you know, it wasn't bake type thing. And, and I remember thinking, well, you know, I get it. It says baked sale, but you know, we're all doing the best we can. And some moms are just gifted at baking. So like when there's a bake sale, they're going to make something awesome. And then some of us, you know, aren't going to do anything too awesome or we are going to buy the store-bought thing. And and in the end, I always wonder, do the kids really care? Like it kind of makes me laugh. Like when they come up to buy stuff, do they care if it's like, you know, perfectly packaged cookie or do they just care it's a cookie? I don't know. Anyway, when I was thinking about a way to kind of manage stories around this good mom thing, The bake sale idea popped in my head, not just because I've had experiences around it, but also because I see it pop up in like movies and shows a lot with moms having to bring stuff to a bake sale and then the kid either commenting if the baked good wasn't good enough or something like that. Maybe some of you can relate to that kind of the bake sale story. Anyway, um, you know... I was just, I was raised in the 80s and we just kind of did stuff, right? I don't even remember bake sales when I was young, but, you know, there wasn't, but back then there wasn't this intense parenting vibe. We didn't have words like helicopter moms or snowplow parenting out there. And I think there's even more words now. And, you know, we didn't have grades were not available at all times for parents to see, right? Like your parents knew your grades at the end of the quarter. And birthday parties were simple, not grand. I just don't remember so many special activities when I was young. It makes me wonder, is all this today so necessary when we parents are so involved in our kids' programs and parties and sports and such? How do they figure it out on their own? Do our kids build independence when we are in the over-parenting zone? And just to be clear here, because I know I'm sounding a bit intense here. I am in this with all the other moms out there. I have done the things and believed the hype, and I still participate in the things, and I mess up all the time. Yet I think when I speak of this good mom concept, and if I want to raise independent kids, 
maybe I have to back off a little bit. Oh, I know I do, and I and I have for certain things to really get that important priority for my kid to develop. So let's talk about resilience here. This is tough, mainly because it means letting my kids live their struggles without me trying to fix it. Teaching my kids to know it's okay to feel sad, feel disappointment, and guiding them through their challenges is real work. And this looks different for each kid, depending on their age and stage. You know, the challenges you have when you're in preschool are different than school age and high school as such. All those things are different, but they're real. They're there. And if I interfere and protect my kids from all the uncomfortable, upsetting, and disappointing parts of childhood in the teen years, and I'm speaking again, tots to teens, how do they become resilient? I think now in this pandemic time, our kids are learning resilience. It really is hard not to be in school and doing their normal type of life and having to do the best they can, schooling and learning in a whole new way and really living in a whole new way. Yet at the same time, they're still generally okay. I think this is a good lesson in resilience. With that said, I want to acknowledge that many of our kids in our communities are really suffering during this pandemic time with some real issues in ways that are even harder than just missing normal school and regular schedules. I do not want to trivialize any of the challenging experiences that many of our kids are currently experiencing and having. I simply want to bring about that this pandemic time is an opportunity for many of our kids to learn this resilience. And again, I want to put out there acknowledging that it goes further for some kids and it may not just be resilience. There's some other harder things that they're dealing with. And I do want to make sure that I recognize that because I know that's real. Moving on here a little bit to raising kids with courage. So something else that I, in my little brain, is thinking an important thing for me to be a good mom if I can raise kids that have courage. And when thinking about raising courageous kids, I wonder if it may simply be earned by making it through hard things or maybe the simple practice of doing the day-to-day challenges. I feel like the more my kids make it through a tough thing, the more courage they build. You know, like trying the new thing or taking a hard test and making it through or making a new friend. Courage is so needed in so many ways at all ages, right? Even as adults, right? Even as moms. Being a good mom and raising independent courageous and resilient kids is important to me. And I bet it's important to many of you courageous moms out there. And we know it is tough. I think the acknowledging the tough times helps our kids be grateful. And if I can help my kids learn and practice gratitude, then that is probably what good moms do too. There's so much to say around this. So is this what good moms do? Do they build independent, resilient, and courageous kids? Is there something else good moms do? Sure there is. What is the real conversation around being a good mom? I think 
the real conversation around being a good mom is giving space for all the ways we are good at being moms and not buying into what we think a good mom should or should not do. We are all good moms in our own way for our families. We are exactly what our family needs. We all have something unique to offer. There is no right way to mother, just your way. So to all the moms out there, I'm sending lots of courage to all of the courageous mamas. And that's it for today. Thank you.